we have a ten- we have really short attention spans, don't we? We do. I mean, you worse than me, but it's bad. Well, you know what keeps my attention is shows what? like this one, where we're going to actually be exploring Ruby, Rooster Teeth's big hit American anime show, Ruby, which I don't really know much about, but I'm looking forward to learning about. I'm, I'm so impressed you knew that much. Well, I mean, you told me what to say. <laughs> <laughs> we have the creators. We have um, a bunch of really important people behind the scenes, and then we're going to have the cast of the show. We're really excited to explore this. It's such a phenomenon to have an American-made anime show that did this well. So join us while we explore the Shippy Show. Is your kid Daft Punk? I, I hear there's an opening in Daft Punk, so I think now's, mm-hmm. now's the time. One wow. of them blew up. <laughs> I guess spoilers? I don't know. Does that count as spoilers? Maybe. <laughs> Anyone could be Daft Punk. Uh, I'm going to fight you on that, Eddie. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Sammy Strong some love. He actually, like, is obsessed with jazz and then making like techno music and putting it together that's cool fucking cool it's really good yeah (laughs) thanks kids hi everybody i have to say i didn't really know about this show until i knew we were going to work on it and i watched a few episodes and looked into a little bit about the origin story but i want to start with everybody's origin story that's here and how they came to be on this show and i'm just going to go in order of how it appears on my screen so first can we take turns introducing yourself and telling everybody where they can find you on social media we'll start with melanie oh gosh the first one uh hi i'm melanie i am the lead animator for volume eight of ruby and uh, I'm basically Mel at Mel Sternum on everything. Try to keep it consistent. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay, Carrie. Uh, hi, I'm Carrie Shawcross. Uh, I uh, I was on the project uh, day two, basically, and uh, uh, I, you can just find me at, at Carrie Shawcross on everything: Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all that, all that good stuff. Last but not least, Eddie. Hey, I'm uh, Eddie Rivas. Uh, my handle is at Eddie Rivas on pretty much everything. And uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and other places. That's Eddie with a Y. We got I that like consistency. It. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Carrie, I'm I'm picking you because you have a dog pillow in the background. So you must be an animal lover. It's actually from our show. Oh, really? Yeah, we have a, a there's a cute corgi that we don't get to see enough of named Zwei. True. Um, that's definitely not a reference to Ayn from Cowboy Bebop. I actually got one of those made for my girlfriend when she lost her, um, those really gorgeous hounds, you know, with the long hair, they're like supermodels. Mm-hmm. And from the reverse, the pillow just looks like a penis. And I'm like, <laughs> her dog died. Do I send the penis pillow? I, I don't know. I don't wow. know. I mean, you just gotta make sure you have to have like the open, the facing this way on the <laughs> yeah. box. So you get the good first impression, yeah. and the second impression comes later. Right, and it's the thought that counts. You want to say it's hard yeah. to get rid of a yep. first impression. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Carrie. Yeah. Since you've been there since day two, tell us your origin story. And so you pronounce it Ruby. Everyone does. Yeah. So it, it stands for the the four main characters of the show: uh, Ruby Rose, Wai Shni, Blake Beldana, and Yang Xiao Long. Uh, they form a team named Team uh, that goes by Ruby. Uh, it's also led by Ruby. Uh, definitely never gets confusing. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, I uh, I started the company in uh, oh boy, 2010. I was working on Red versus Blue. I worked on seasons eight, nine, and ten. And uh, while we were doing that, I was also getting to know Monty Ohm really well. 
who was the creator of the show. And uh, yeah, we just spent a lot of, uh, you know, we, we were trying to go above and beyond uh, to make RVB season 10 the best it could be, which meant a lot of late nights. And uh, we kind of filled that in with talking about this idea he had and it just kind of grew from there. It's crazy to me that that was uh, eight years ago plus now. But wow. here we are, and now we're nearing the completion of our eighth season. And, and how did you meet him? Uh, through work. Uh, he he had started on uh, Rivers Blue season eight um, when the the company decided that they wanted to start doing custom animation for a show that is normally machinima. So you know, there's there's this really great moment in season eight where you know everything up to that point had all been people. Uh, you know, using a controller to make characters' heads pop up and down and maybe like an occasional Photoshop joke here and there. And all of a sudden there was like a three minute action sequence that was custom animated uh, in the middle of it. They told nobody about it beforehand. They didn't even like, uh, like Monty didn't post that he was working in the company yet and nothing. So it just kind of as like a complete surprise. Uh, and uh, so I met him there. We, we ended up just talking a lot because we both liked anime and fights and uh, were... Uh, he was almost like fully nocturnal and I just liked working and I was trying to prove myself. So I was staying there until like midnight every night. Oh, um, I love that. And where, what was your, what were you working on before that? What was your background? Uh, I, um, uh, I was 19 when I started uh, and I was going to school. Uh, I was going to community college for uh, programming because I was, I wanted to go into video games uh, when I got an internship and, uh, I tried making both work for about a year and realized that wasn't going to work. So I just dropped out of college. So, uh, don't do what I did. <laughs> Why kids. not? You're living the dream. I think we yeah, put so much if, pressure if the on right kids opportunity to get into up. the right college. And most yeah. people don't use, not that I'm against higher education, but no, I'm not my either. kids are going to college, but yeah. the pressure to know what you want to do or think what school I have to get into for this, or even graduate from the right program there's nothing right. You might change your mind mm -hmm. at 50. I have friends that total new careers that they never trained in. So good for I, you for following your dream. It's working. Thank you. It's working. Yeah, out. I, I appreciate it. I, uh, I wake up every day and I think about how fortunate I am. I, uh, and I, th I think, I do think college is great. If, um, if you don't have any other opportunities right now, go to college, learn some stuff, meet some people. It's great. But, yeah. uh, I had, I had other stuff I wanted to do. Uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, but Melanie, you actually did come from a VR video game background, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You want to talk about that and then how yeah. you found Ruby? <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, just growing up in general, I was really into like Pokemon um, and I was a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan and I really wanted to make Sonic the Hedgehog video games and I made my own characters. And so that passion just kept going. So I ended up graduating high school and I went to Savannah College of Art and Design um, for animation. Uh, I was trying to figure out game design or animation, but I just love animation and I always have. Um, and then once I graduated, I started at an indie company called Ape Law. Uh, they were working on a horror type VR video game. It was fun. Um, I still didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do because like with video games, you have like cinematic animation or like actual like you're doing the characters running or jumping or attacking or whatever um and then i'm i grew up in austin uh so i saw one day that rooster teeth was hiring um and i was like oh i know them i watched red versus blue when i was 14. <laughs> um so i ended up applying um luckily they liked me enough and uh, i started um in the middle of volume three so i've been at rooster teeth since 2015 
which is crazy because I still feel like I just graduated high school. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, that's a great origin (laughs) story. And also like so um, such a good positive message for young artists Mm -hmm. and people that want to do things in video games because people that don't understand that world have Mm -hmm. no clue how many factors go into making a video game, how many humans are working on this process and like you said you know there's gameplay and there's like you know whenever i'm doing particularly a harley quinn video game like Mm -hmm. the inaction and the death stuff and then the scene stuff like there's so many and then you have to do like every version right Mm -hmm. like i don't know you work on games for years and years Mm -hmm. so anyways i love your origin story thanks for sharing melanie eddie you're (laughs) up yeah, I realized uh, earlier I didn't say what I do on on Ruby. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a co-writer of Ruby, and I am the brand archivist for uh, kind of the the franchise, working with partners. And anytime we do big partnerships, uh, comic books and other things, keeping keeping helping Carrie keep the lore straight as much as I can. <laughs> nice, because I forget everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit older than than these guys. I was in a totally different career before I uh, started at Rooster Teeth. Um, I graduated from Florida State University uh, with a degree in creative writing uh, and religion. Uh, I double majored. Um, it's a weird combination. Uh, but yeah, I actually went from there to be a uh, copywriter. So I was a copywriter for a number of years, uh, working in the corporate world, uh, worked for some big restaurant brands, worked for a big home improvement brand, um, doing a lot of ads, billboards, things like that. And uh, I ended up getting hooked up with Rooster Teeth, um, kind of a around that time that Carrie was talking about during uh, Red vs. Blue season 10. I was a big uh, Rooster Teeth fan, big Red vs. Blue fan. And uh, I I got to know um, kind of the founders of the company because me and my friends, we were also making kind of videos on the side in our free time, just kind of like moonlighting, uh, trying to do the same exact type of stuff they were doing. Uh, they saw our content. They really liked it. They reached out to us and uh, we kind of went up to the office, started a relationship with them. And and uh, I think it was around 2011 during Red versus Blue season 10 uh, that I came on kind of as a freelance writer um, working on that show. And then just kind of over the years did probably about five years of contract work with the company, working on more animated stuff uh, and eventually joined the company full time in 2016 uh, as a video game news writer because uh, she had a video game news show uh, that they were doing and uh, eventually joined the animation department uh, working on some of their shows and helping as the brand archivist for Ruby. And uh, now I'm one of the co-writers of Ruby. Uh, so it's been a, so been what a journey. I'm getting to get is there. you can do everything. Is that what I'm understanding? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Oh, I love that. And you know what? Isn't it great too that everyone here is getting paid to do what they love? They're working. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. That is the secret to a life. You know, I, I worked with Stan Lee many times and he came in to do Spider Man. Um, like they let him do some voices on the show. And he looked so good and he was always in such a good mood. And I'm like, Stan, what is your secret? And he said, never retire. Do what do what you love and never retire. And I was like, oh, I love that. And then I asked him, like, how does it feel that your brain came up with so many iconic characters? And he said, I always had a good team. Like, he was just so modest Aww. too. He's just a sweetheart. Anyway, we're just lucky that we get to do mm-hmm. what do what we love. Absolutely. So tell me, I want to get into like the success of it and if you've seen it at cons and get into the shipping element. But I also want to touch in a little bit about the creator. It has a tragic story and maybe yeah. I don't know, each of you can sort of share your stories of how you continued on um, once Monty passed and and I'm sure that was horrible, challenging, whatever, but anything you feel comfortable sharing about sort of carrying the torch after he passed. Uh, it's been tough and it continues to be tough. Uh... 
you know, it's, uh, he, uh, he's, he, he wasn't as a very unique individual and, uh, you know, I, uh, it's taken me years and years and years to, to slowly come to terms with the idea that, uh, uh, I, I'm never, I'm never going to, you know, be him or be exactly like him, but that's exactly how it should be because he is him. And, uh, and, you know, uh, uh, but I'm going to be the best that I can be. And I know that he would, uh, he would say the same thing. So it's tough and it, it is very, uh, uh, not to get too like real, but you know, it, uh, uh th- th- there are, there are days where it's harder than others, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it feels like he's still around in a lot of ways because, you know, we're working on something that he, you know, created with us and, and, uh, um, that part's nice. Oh, that's beautiful. It's so true Sorry. when you create something. No, I it's, thank you for sharing that. It's so beautiful. And right. Like when you share something that lives on, it's, it's so special. Um, anyone else want to weigh in on that? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I unfortunately was never able to um, meet him. I joined the team later that year. Um, but one thing that I always thought was really cool is, so I would say the first two seasons of Ruby, um, everyone really knows it for the fights uh, that he animated. They're amazing. Um, and even to this day, whenever we have fights assigned to us as animators, we always go back and we always watch the uh, the trailers we always watch the first seasons. Uh, there'll be times where it will implement like certain moves that were animated by him in like the the newer fights and stuff. And I feel like that is something really cool that we do to keep keep it going. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Love that. Yeah, I actually only met Monty one time. I had come into I was at Rooster Teeth doing some mocap for a different project. And um, he was like one of the only people that kind of knew how that whole machine worked. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he, he was so graceful because he didn't have right, he had no stake in what me and my friends were there doing, right. But he kind of stuck stuck around all day and like made sure that we understood how the pipeline worked and how to get everything recorded and was like watching us do like our moves and was just like kind of giving little suggestions and uh, kind of hanging around. It was very, um, you know, and I knew who he was, right. Because I, I was a Rooster Teeth fan. So I just I thought it was very cool that he kind of stuck around helping our little rinky dink project kind of get our work done. Um, but like in terms of like kind of the ongoing relationship with what he created, I mean, there are things that are happening in the show that, right. That him and Carrie and, you know, Miles came up with years and years ago that um, are still there. Uh, they were part of kind of like a big overarching outline um, big plot points, right. And, and kind of the ways we work between them or, you know, obviously things that we're kind of doing on our own. Right. But his legacy is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, ideas that, that they birthed years and years ago. Um, right. So, and in, in a lot of ways, he still has a, a big influence on what's happening. Cause these are things that, that all of them kind of came up with together. So I feel like he's still kind of speaking through the show, uh, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. I love sure. that so much, you guys. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's beautiful. And it is a huge success, even in Japan. Like, you know, most anime is made there, but the fact um, the American anime to be adopted and and taken in um, by people that love manga and really know the history of anime, that must be very rewarding for you guys, too, to have created an American version of an anime show that's, like, loved worldwide that's actually a huge accomplishment does anybody want to speak to that <laughs> thank you uh i, mean, I was gonna say it's super surreal uh you know i uh we had a chance to go over there and and 
you know, uh, having, having people who were interested in the show and interested in us, like, uh, it, it, uh, it's it's surreal it, it it's uh it's it's hard not to compare ourselves to anime done over there because you know they typically have different budgets and they have a different skill set and you know but we're compared to them because of the style uh but it's motivation to, to keep making the show even better and and uh it's just cool to be a part of that community we we, we started Ruby because we love anime you know we love cartoons and and uh yeah what was your like big childhood anime that you're like okay i'm hooked oh uh <laughs> i mean for me i mean you know uh Growing up, like, you know, uh, uh, Pokemon Dragon Ball Z were obviously up there. But I think Bleach and the original Full Metal were the first, like, those are the first I was like, oh, this feels like anime, anime. Um, and then quickly got into, you know, uh, uh, Bebop and and uh, uh, Shampoo and a bunch of other ones. My kids are so addicted to Bleach. Oh, yeah. Like just since, <laughs> just since COVID, they found it during COVID. We actually did a Bleach episode. Like, it's... They they couldn't stop once they started. They have to watch every season. <laughs> I, I was reading the manga, and uh, my dad is uh, uh, came from over from England, so we were visiting family over there when I was like, like thirteen or or some sixteen, maybe I don't know. And uh, I was like over there and like finding new issues of Bleach to read because I caught up on what I brought. Uh, <laughs> and it was like cool. Every everyone we buy, it's more expensive because it's in in pounds, and then we have to bring it back with us. Cool, Carrie, good job. <laughs> it's such a brilliant concept. I had to well, know what happened. So much of anime is so high level. I don't think people that don't know anime don't really understand. Like it's mm -mm. really high concept. It's not mostly for children, really. Mm -hmm. Although I think Nickelodeon did a great job with Avatar. And mm -hmm. like yeah, that. for sure. Um, anyone else have favorite anime? I'm waiting oh. for something that I was in. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, it's so hard. There's so many good ones. One thing that I just think is really cool that inspires me is like being able to log on to Crunchyroll to write something or like write something to read something or watch something and uh, seeing Ruby on there. Yeah. That's always really surreal, like surreal to me. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I do that. My very first anime, obviously, uh, like a lot of people is Pokemon. I have a Pokemon beanie. Uh, happy 25 years. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I also started watching anime when I was in middle school because of Adult Swim. So mm -hmm. a lot of like uh, Inuyasha, I think, was like my first like real anime. Oh, okay. Hey, cat. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, there was one called Wolf's Rain, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. And then uh, let's see. Right now, I'm obsessed with uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Carrie so has good. to hear about it all the time. It's so good. <laughs> Constantly. Uh -huh. um, oh, gosh. Uh, Full Metal uh, Alchemist Brotherhood's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I really like Promise Neverland, which is airing right now, too. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff. I could talk about it forever. Aww. <laughs> How about you, Eddie, with the like amazing camera? You're gonna have to share how you have this camera. You look like you just like shot some film. You have to ask Carrie about. It. I don't know anything about my. What I'm always asking Carrie. It? Yeah, I was like, that's. <laughs> I was like, that's <laughs> my lens. Yeah, I'm using Carrie's lens. I'm like, all right, just tell you me what to do. Email me where to get that later. <laughs> um, okay, Eddie. Any we'll any favorite anime? And then I'm gonna ask you if you've been to anime conventions to okay. save up your answer for that okay eddie go ahead uh, dragon ball z was like my big one yeah. um in high school because i was also into like adult swim and stuff but dragon ball z was the was the really big one i actually started writing by doing dragon ball z fan fiction that was like uh -huh. my foray into yeah. creative writing um i did that in high school like through college i'm like 
Uh, I'm sort of embarrassed to have, not that there's anything wrong with fan fiction, but just for me, I continued to do this for a very long time. Are you kidding? Um, I love this story so much because so often kids write fan fiction for stuff I'm doing and they then they bring mm -hmm. it to me and I'm always encouraging them because if you love to do that and then you continue to do that and then you get to see it come to fruition, how fucking mm -hmm. great is that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like it's a- So it's many a... fans do fan fiction. So keep, keep writing, you guys. Mm -hmm. Like what a great gift. Yeah, it's a great way to kind of dip your toes in someone else's sandbox and not have to worry about coming up with, you know, it's a great way. Like I always look at anything creative as a muscle, right? You just mm -hmm. you have to work it out to get to use it more. And to me, it's like one of the easiest things to to do is to start working out that muscle is to do fan fiction. Uh, one of the other writers on on Ruby, Kiersey, um, she also started doing Dragon Ball Z fan fiction. And that's how me and her first met, like, 18 years ago or whatever it was at this point. And then when we needed another writer, like I knew here's this other person who is a fantastic writer that I met through Dragon Ball Z fan fiction. And now we're both <laughs> writing for kind of this anime. Um, I love a, it. A I love story. that so much. It's a fun story. And it also encourages young artists. Actually, all of your stories mm -hmm. do. Okay. I want to hear if you went to um, an anime con um, and before and after Ruby. So I want to hear mm -hmm. about you being there and enjoying that success and connecting with fans. Um, anyone can start. I guess, so I, I went to a few anime conventions starting in when I was in college, because that's when I started getting back into anime again, because high school, I thought it was too cool. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, it made full circle. And now I'm like, now I'm really cool. Based off of that experience, I actually started cosplaying. And then... Oh, cool. Is that I on start, your Instagram too? A few pictures, yeah. I post a lot on Twitter also. I love it so much. I'm actually a pretty shy and reserved person but whenever i put on cosplay i feel like i'm like unleashed <laughs> this um, is a universal theme a lot mm -hmm. of people say that that in their real lives they're shy or they wouldn't wear something like that or do something like that mm -hmm. and they suit up and they suddenly feel like a superhero or someone different and it's such a wonderful way to explore yourself and all the things that have been hiding inside you that's why i like cons and, and connecting with fans okay sorry yeah. i totally i totally interrupted and i'm gonna <laughs> no, stalk you're totally your, fine. i'm gonna stalk no. your instagram <laughs> and then after ruby it's always really cool i always try to take pictures with cosplayers even though they typically don't know who i am because i'm just an i'm just an animator i'm behind the screen um <laughs> But uh, one thing that I love that RTX now, um, mm. my mom actually started cosplaying with me. Um, so oh. me and my mom, uh, one of our uh, cosplays we did together, we did Blake, the main character, and her mom, uh, Kali. <laughs> and it's like one of my favorite things in the whole world. <laughs> I love that so much. I made my mother-in-law do a pony thing one, one Halloween. That's really fun. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I like to cosplay. I, for me, it's fun to like, because the fans don't know it's me. Mostly mm -hmm. like when I go to Comic-Con, people, I'm like J-Lo right there. I can't go anywhere. They know me. Mm -hmm. But in costume, people don't know it's me. And there's a million Harleys. There's a million Batgirls. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. people stop me for the costume, mm -hmm. right? And I told this story already once, so forgive if you've heard it on the show, but this guy's like, can I take your picture? Harley's my favorite. And I'm like, okay, Putin, but am I your favorite? And he's like, I don't know. I've seen a lot of good ones. Took the picture and left. Like, I just couldn't yeah. wait for him to get hung up. <laughs> it's the best. We, uh, I think, uh, I think it was Anime Expo. We, there's like this really great uh, cosplayer that like, They'd done a ruby that was like uh, I think it was like a like a feudal era Japan ruby. Oh. So they like it wasn't just ruby, but they'd like augmented their entire outfit. Um, uh, and uh, 
uh, like we were walking by and we just stopped and we're like, Hey, can we get some photos? Like this looks great. And it, they weren't rude about it all, but we got a little bit of like, okay, yeah, you want to take a photo with, with cute girl. Okay. We get it. Uh, <laughs> so we took the photo and we we're like, Oh, really excited. And then later that, I think the next day or later that day, we had a panel that we were presenting at and I saw them in like the front row and I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll bet your day feels like a, like it shifted a little bit now. Um, they're, they're super nice. Like, you know, it, it was definitely, they were not rude about anything. It was just funny to be like, to go from, you know, I just, I just don't think they knew who we were to like, Oh, we're here for the, for your panel. Got it. Okay. Um, it was, it was <laughs> oh, good. Like, great story. I love that. And when you guys go to, Oh, actually I still want Eddie to answer that mm. question too. I haven't been to any anime specific cons. I mean, I've been to, uh, I've been to PAX. Um, mm. a couple of times I've been to, um, you know, I've been to Rooster Teeth's kind of fan convention, RTX. Uh, but yeah, I haven't been to a lot of other, other cons for kind of like other things or when it's kind of a melting pot of everything. I mean, there's people that cosplay yeah. uh, all kinds of different stuff at RTX. I had a similar story to that, Carrie, where at kind of the RTX, right when I had started writing on Ruby, but before we'd announced it, I saw like a Ruby YouTuber who I won't name. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a Ruby YouTuber that uh, I was, I went up and I was like, Oh man, I like love your reaction so much. And they were sort of in the middle of something and they were kind of like, okay. And they just seemed like, kind of like, why is the stranger talking to me? And I was just like, Oh, like, I, I just love watching your reactions. They're great. I loved watching them for this show and this show. And I love watching for Ruby. And they're like, Oh, okay. And then I kind of <laughs> walked off. I was like, oh, I don't think they realized. <laughs> but, uh, isn't that fun? Isn't it so rewarding yeah. seeing people cosplaying as characters you had a part in bringing to life? What's that like for you guys? Give me your best cosplay stories. Oh man. I mean, okay. So I, so I think my, my, my favorite, I mean, that, that was how we knew we, 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 we made it like was, you know, before we even, the show even came out, we had people cosplaying Ruby. Uh, and it's great because she has this giant scythe. So you can always, when you're at cons, you can always go like, up oh, there's one like back there, you know, it's awesome. Like we, we absolutely like, if you do cosplay, thank you so much. Uh, I think my favorite story was in volume for volume three, uh, we showed a, uh, RTX takes place over, you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And, uh, we, our panel was on Friday and we showed a clip from the first episode of volume three and it featured, uh, it was kind of like our tournament arc and it featured a new team, uh, 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 team Auburn that was uh, going to be fighting in the tournament. And we had another follow panel on Sunday. And by Sunday, we had four people cosplaying the characters that we had just shown them for the first time on Friday. <sighs> they spent most of Saturday getting stuff, making it so they could show up to our panel on Sunday and take photos and show it to us and, and all that. Uh, it was amazing. <sighs> it was like one of the coolest things ever. You know um, what? I've never heard that story in any way ever. That's a great story. It was it was amazing. Yeah. And I, I felt great too because it was uh, uh, Aaron Wynn, who is currently our art director, uh, she had just started as like one of like our one of like our basically our second uh, concept artist like ever on the show, um, and she she was like the first characters that she designed. Um, so like she got to see like them like come to life like within the span of two days. It was crazy. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, the, those guys are like sewing all night and trading foam yeah. and paint. I mean, <laughs> I, I I ripped the butt of my Batgirl costume at Comic Con one year, and thank God my girlfriend had a needle and thread and like literally sewed up my butt <laughs> in the bathroom. I mean, amazing, amazing. Okay, anyone else cosplay yep. story? Yeah, I was actually gonna say something similar because the same thing happened the next year whenever we revealed uh, Ruby's new outfit in the Ruby trailer, mm -hmm. and. Uh, the girl showed up the next day dressed up as her. And I was like, what the heck? <laughs> like, that's bonkers. <laughs> um, but I was going to say, I think my favorite cosplay, like Ruby cosplay I've ever seen. Gosh, I can't remember what year this was. But someone and like a few others were in a giant dragon grim costume. 
and it was huge. And I have a video of that this dragon and then this little boy dressed as Link, like with his sword. Oh like, yeah, fighting it. <laughs> and it is the most incredible thing. And like I think they had it set up where it could like the eyes like light up mm -hmm. and like something wow. like it was crazy. <gasps> Team effort. Um, amazing, amazing. <laughs> and do you guys ever get like, um, we have like a whole wall at Teen Titans at Warner Brothers of fan art where people are drawing our characters shipping, <laughs> stuff like that. Do you guys get stuff like that? Oh or, yeah. Of course, oh, yeah. Yes. ideas for <laughs> shows. <laughs> you guys wanna share yeah. any funny ones? We, we, yeah, we have like a, a, a wall at the office that we all haven't been to in a year uh, oh, uh, that sad. we post stuff. And we'll also, uh, um, for the longest time, it, it may still be going again. I don't know, but we had a uh, like uh, our wallpapers, uh, like on our computers, were all like <laughs> rotating uh, fan art, like the screensaver was, so we could like see fan art. We actually, it's funny in a, I, it was volume two. We were using uh, fan art as uh, you know, like art in the outros. Like we contact them and, and get permission. And uh, less than like six months later, one of those people was actually working with us. Uh, uh, not even because of that, but we just kind of realized like, oh, wait, that was that was you. I love that story. We had that happen on Titans, too. That's so cool. I know. Fan, art's great. <laughs> fan art is usually really good. Like, yeah. Yeah, no yeah, joke, amazing. these artists. Amazing. Yeah. So oh, I love um, that so much. It's cool. We always, They're so fast, too. Yeah. They're I mean, so we'll, fast. We'll put out an episode and they'll have done art of some of the moments in it, right? Oh, uh, within yeah. a couple of hours. And it's oh, yeah. always amazing. Yeah. When you told the cosplay story, in my world, it would be like something happened at a panel and like within 20 minutes, it's drawn some fan yeah. art, mm -hmm. some amazing fan art and tweeted it. We're like, wait, there's me and Greg kissing. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> you know, Greg, my co-host, who's not here today for some reason. Oh. Um, and I think I would get in trouble if I didn't play his favorite game, which oh I think is kind of lame, but we have to do it because, you know, Greg would cry. So um, <laughs> you guys have to answer the ship, marry, kill question. All right. As it pertains to your show. Oh boy. Oh. Non-canon. <laughs> Non-canon. Non-canonical. <laughs> Disclaimer. I'm, I'm guessing ship stands for something else. Okay. Make okay. It out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hook Sorry. it up. <laughs> Hi. You know. Hi. All right. Yeah. Getting busy. <laughs> hmm. Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> I'd probably kill Neptune, who is the character yeah. that I voice. <laughs> oh no! Uh, so Why that I could, yourself? well, I could wear his skin and be him, wow. and and then be in the world. So I would like, you know, um, oh, so weird. I have to be. I have to give the weird answers, um, <laughs> and then, oh man, I would, uh, I would ship Yang probably because it's Yang, and uh, I would marry. Oh man. <laughs> it's hard oh man that's like that's a whole lifetime uh i mean you could break up happens that's true yeah i'll say son he seems really fun <laughs> i got the neptune thing i basically got, what i'm gonna do is replace my character neptune in the show with myself that's what i'm gonna do okay yeah. okay got it do you guys all do voices on the show no i, no, I, don't. I, I did an off-screen voice once. yeah <laughs> okay that's you, you did some extras <laughs> yeah all right, Eddie, I actually right. have a thing for you coming up. I'll talk to you about it later. Ooh, nice. Ooh. <laughs> Excellent. What about my thing coming up? My Do I, oh, we would love to have, have you on the show. Okay, good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, okay. I have okay. your email now. They've, I've tricked you. That's uh, <laughs> this is was, all a long call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah, in. Prepare for all some right. scripts coming your way. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Eddie, ship, Mary kill. Uh, okay, ship, uh, Robin Hill. Mm. Um, mm. I'm just... 
got a thing. Um, (laughs) And uh, let's see, Mary, Jean, I feel like you'd be a very good husband. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Good, good life partner. Kill. That's the one that I don't, I'm like, Probably. You know, if you said Salem, you could solve a lot of problems. For yeah, all of our <laughs> solve a whole lot of problems. She's like, she's like our main villain, so you could just take oh, her okay. out for us. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, I'll do that. I'll say I'll say kill Salem. <laughs> thanks, <That'll>... thanks, <laughs> thanks for doing that. everything. Thanks yeah. for killing her. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all the other characters are really excited now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, ship. I think I would do crow. Good That's answer. Fair. That was almost yeah. mine. Yeah. But at the same time, I also want to marry and kill him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sounds about right. Hey, has, has yeah. that happened before? Is that allowed? Can they, can they all just be <laughs> all one? Yes. Uh-huh. You just yeah. have to be very, well, okay, what's the order? I guess it, it, there's, it's pretty clear. <laughs> there's a progression. Yeah. <laughs> you ship yeah. them, you marry them, you kill them. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> gosh, Mary, Mary, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I almost want to say uh, Kali because she's best mom and she's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kill probably Watts because I just don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, I love that. Um, you guys are amazing. I really appreciate you Thank taking you. some time out. We're going to get some fun cosplayers on. And um, before we go, I, I thought it might be nice because you really are all part of something created online, I think it's like the first time that an online anime show mm-hmm. built from the States has become such a big success. So um, if you had any messages for your fans, I thought now would be a nice time. Thank you. Uh, uh, I mean, we, we say this a lot, but like, I, I feel like we can say this more than, than you know, maybe a, a show that's, you know, on TV or, or I don't know. I don't know how all this stuff works, but we literally would not be here if it wasn't for you all you know, sharing with your friends and buying our merch and, and being first members and, and just, and, and just being supportive. I mean, like we, we are able to make the show, we've been able to make it better and better because y'all have continued to support us as honestly as we we've learned and, and grown. I mean, you know, if you look at our first episode and our latest episode, they look like two different shows. Um, and it's because we started this and didn't know, really know what we're doing at all. And uh, I would say that I still don't, but we've hired a lot of people that do, um and uh so thank you for sticking through the highs and lows i love that and by the way that's pretty much every show look at the first season of fairly odd parents and look at sure. season mm-hmm. five to, and mm-hmm. so there's a natural progression that happens as you get to learn what makes all these characters tick but that was lovely carrie who's next thank you. for me obviously like thank you everyone for watching and sharing art and i think something to keep in mind is i think the show inspires other people but I want audience and viewers to realize whenever they post and talk and all that thing, it also inspires us. I think it does like a full circle. That's why like RTX is always like such an amazing experience being able to talk to people uh, who love the show and everything. And it means a lot to me as an animator, um, people getting excited when they see certain scenes or like seeing the characters do something that they've been waiting for. And it it keeps me going. So I really appreciate it. I love that. I love it. Yeah, same thing. I mean, um, huge, like, thank you. Just thank you to everyone that watches and and interacts uh, with the show, interacts with us. Um, Like my, one of my favorite things is to watch uh, reaction videos. Um, It's just, it's a rare, like, 
as a writer, there's very few things, right? There's not like an equivalent to like playing a, a rock show and like smashing the guitar at the end. So like, <laughs> like as a writer, you don't get like that yeah, many opportunities right. like that. So like getting to watch people react to a thing that you've written is like, in my mind, is one of the closest um, kind of equivalent responses to that. So I, I just huge thank you to everybody that um, that watches it and interacts with it. Um, you know, whether you love it or, or have some criticisms of it, like I just like, I'm really thankful to everyone that, that watches it and, and cares enough to engage with it. My, I think my thing, like just the thing that I like to say all the time to, to kind of any audience is, um, you know, I hope it inspires you to create. And mm -hmm. if there's anything that you want to do, you know, um, creatively, whether that's as a writer, artist, animator, uh, start doing it now, you know, don't mm -hmm. wait, um, mm -hmm. don't wait. And I, and I hope that, um, you know, anyone who watches it, like no matter how they feel about it, that, that they're inspired to create and that they go on to do bigger and better things. And I hope, you know, we get to see that and just kind of like, I've been able to draw a line back to certain things that I grew up loving, that there are people that, that can point back to, you know, work we did on, on this show. So that's, that's my big dream. I kind of love you people. <laughs> we kind like of maybe, thank you. Maybe Likewise. I ship all of you. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Could be fun. Could be I like fun. that answer. <laughs> okay, so before we go, I want to give everybody a chance to let us know where they can find you again. And also, it's a good time to promote anything you have coming up or your favorite charities. Carrie? Uh, you can find me at uh, Carrie Shawcross on everything uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, and, uh, I would, I would just ask if you, uh, if you're interested in Ruby, we're airing, uh, our eighth season right now. Uh, it'll be wrapping up here pretty soon. So check it out on roosterteeth.com. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Eddie Rivas. That's Eddie with Y E D D Y. Um, yeah. And same as, uh, Carrie, if you are interested and, you know, uh, and watching Ruby, uh, please join along for the ride. We're going to be wrapping up uh, volume eight here pretty soon and got a lot of uh, cool stuff in store for Ruby fans over the next uh, year plus. Any spoilers? Oh, my camera is freezing. Uh Oh no! Oh man! I wish I could give spoilers. No? Okay, don't. don't. You'll get in trouble. You'll get in trouble. Get in I trouble. hear you. I hear you, Melanie. Hi. Uh. So yeah, all my handles are at uh at Mel Sternum. Uh. Definitely, as everyone's already said, Ruby, watch it. It's cool every Saturday. Uh, for a few more weeks. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. You guys were lovely. Thank you for having us. We appreciate yeah, it. Thanks Thank so, much. so much. Hey, all you shippers. We're going to pause right here, but we'll be back with more Ruby, R-W-B-Y. That's how we do it. I ain't going to lie. Ship a show. Yeah, man, it's so fly. Cosplayers and 100% more Greg Sipes coming right at you. Stay tuned. Yeah, the ship a show.